This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Botox Cosmetic. Out of botulinum toxin A. FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Muck Delivery, bringing you the food you love. But delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18+. plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This is Leicester Till I Die TV. Watch and subscribe on YouTube and listen on your podcast platform. Hi, everybody. Jerry Taggart here. Now, be sure to watch Chris and Leicester Till I Die TV by subscribing on YouTube and following them on social media for all the latest Leicester City news and information. Come on, you foxes! Strap yourself in, because we're set up, switched on, and ready to go. Fellow Fox fans, how are we doing? We've got a game on Thursday. It's great. We can talk about football again. We can talk about an actual match. Isn't that great? And there's not an Arsenal, a Spurs, a Man United, Man City, Chelsea. Nothing to do with them at all. It's a small case of Leicester versus West Bromwich Albion. Do you remember the last time we played? all the way back to the opening day of the season. Hey, this is Leicester Till I Die. You can catch us on YouTube, Leicester Till I Die TV. You can catch them. Please, please hit that sub button and uh, give us a support. We're trying to get the numbers up. Facebook, Leicester Till I Die, the group. Twitter, at Leicester TID. Let us know your comments on this upcoming game. It's a six-pointer. We want uh, we want the three points because we want to secure, uh, cement our place in the top four. West Bromwich Albion, they want the three points for slightly different reasons. I tell you what, whether you want points or whatever, this is something you are going to want. Barry Pierpoint's minding my own football business. You've heard me mention this. You've still got time to get 30% discount to celebrate his birthday. He was trying to tell us it was his 30th birthday, but I think it was actually his 130th. But it was... Leicester City's first chief executive way back in the 90s. And if you're old enough to remember all the Pierpoint outposters, give it a read. It will change your mind about him. It really, really will. And if you're too young to remember the 1990s, I hate every single one of you that does. <laughs> it's worth a read because it's about the history. Go onto his website, all the W's at mindingmyownfootballbusiness.com. You can get 30% off and he will sign it with a personal message for you which is very decent of him. Well, I'll tell you what, 
how long are we going to be able to say this for? We've got this this weekend. And I promise you, this is going to be the only time that I'm going to mention the ESL. I was talking to Matt, the West Bond fan, who's joining us in a minute, um, about these online. Where would we be in the league, you know, without the six, you know, the six teams that are in it? Um, West Brom would still be one off bottom, but although that would be 13th rather than 19th, they'd be safe. Uh, if we took all the results out of the games that we played against the top six, guys... We're only second. West Ham are top. Should we let them stay? Yeah, I think we'll let them stay until the end of the season. We might do better with it. Hey, look, he's been waiting patiently. Let's get him in. Otherwise, he'll uh, he'll probably want to go. We're going to welcome Matt, the West uh, West Ham West Ham West Brom fan. Sorry, <laughs> I know. Hey, you know, honestly, West... I don't really dislike West Ham. I'm, I'm quite happy to do well. I think the fans deserve it's, a bit. It's of the a... West bit, you know. I'm old. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I'm, uh... And to be honest, I think I'd rather be in West Ham's position than our position. But beggars can't be no. choosers. It's the first time tonight I've seen you without a smile on your face. And I've got to say, Matt, and I said before, West Brom fan with a smile on the face, well done. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I mean, uh, you could argue the last two games have got something to do with that. But uh, I think yeah. sort of the motto as it, as it goes, being an Albion fan, is if you don't laugh, you'll cry. So, uh, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, yeah. you've got, got to keep smiling. I did say to you um, before we came on live, it was like that for many, many years being a Leicester fan. You know, we were, we were, we got promoted out the second tier more times than any other team along with Manchester City. What that tells you is we also got relegated from the top tier more than any other team. So, yeah, I tell you what, I, kn I know what it's like. But it's been a long time. It was like back in August, wasn't it, when we, when we last spoke and you were yeah, full wow. of high hopes for the new season. Yeah, they swiftly uh, diminished on uh, on our behalf. But yeah, it seems ages ago since that first game. Um, yeah, yeah, all the way back in the summer. Um, yeah, it just uh, it just does feel a long time ago. The result wasn't great for uh, for an Albion perspective that that day. But uh, I no. think Leicester deserved to win that uh, second half of that game. I think yeah, it showed showed the class and um, the difference in quality. Good man, I'll send the money over by PayPal in <laughs> a few minutes. Well, you've got us again. You've got us. It's at the King Power on Thursday. Uh, it's on BT Sport, and um, other other um, threads are available. I am sure if you search, or if you want to listen to it, lcfc.com, BBC Radio Leicester, and BBC Radio Five Live. Um, we're getting close to the end, and it's going to be great, whatever happens, because the last couple of games, hopefully, I don't know if you're sort of, you know, local to, 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 to the ground, but we can go and watch the team again, fingers crossed. Yeah, Fing yeah so fingers crossed, um, <laughs> no matter where you are in the league, what the result will be, I think it's just going to be um, enjoyable to be in the stadium, watch some live uh, live action. I saw at the, uh, at the weekend when you played Southampton in the, uh, at Wembley um, that there were fans there uh, at Wembley yes. although I believe it was just local fans so um, most Leicester supporters wouldn't have had the opportunity to go which uh, <laughs> I suppose is a, is a bit unfortunate because being at Wembley uh, um, for FA Cup semi-final getting to the final it's such a monumental achievement yes. it's a shame not all the loyal uh, Leicester fans can be there no, I mean, in fairness, it was like key workers and that. So it, it, I understood that. I don't, I don't like semi-finals in um, at Wembley anyway, because I think it yeah. takes the shine off the final. But you know, the ground's got to be paid for. Um, and yeah, there was some Leicester fans there. There was some Southampton fans there that that live locally. Um, Talk. We've got another um, a fan coming in. Stefan, good evening, Stefan. How are you doing? Uh, uh, the erstwhile Aston Villa fan. Nice to nice to see you. Uh, and uh, Brad, the mod there. Thanks for joining us, Brad. Yet yeah, Chelsea are expected to pull out of the ESL. I'm um, just seeing on the on the BBC website. It does look like Chelsea are pulling out, possibly. Yeah. So, um, hey, that's lasted 24 hours, hasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Short and sweet. Well, not sweet. I think that but... they were showing sort of a video clip that of 
people that are teams that have won things since Spurs, who were in it last, won things. And like, you know, obviously we've won the Premier League, you've won promotion. It's virtually 90-odd of the yeah. teams are all on this list. But hey, you know, let, let's talk about this game. Let's talk about this game that's, that's coming up. Um, it, first of all, it's nice to see at this time of the season that injuries are getting better for the players. But you've only got Ivanovic out, haven't you, as far as I know? Yeah, and he's played a bit part role this season, really. After, especially after Billich left, so that's not the biggest miss for us. And uh, right. we'll have a consistent, consistent lineup, which is probably only going to improve our chances. Yeah, I mean, we've got still James Justin and Harvey Barnes out, which Wes Morgan, let's say, he's a bit player of ourselves as well. Um, he likes to party, but we've got yeah, Justin and Barnes out, which is still you know tough for us. But you know, we've we've had that all season, and I think most clubs have struggled with. Um, uh, injuries. What got me was because you know the the team that we put out, and you said you watched. Did you watch the semi final? Did you say? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, from a neutral point of view, and I'm just just detracting because I'll, I'll I'll love to hear what you think. I was pretty much struggling to keep my eyes open. I mean, you know, we'd we'd put our best team out that was available. The big miss probably was Harvey Barnes, but it was. It was a dire game, wasn't it? It must have been from a neutral's point of view. You must have been thinking, what am I doing? Yeah, I mean, if you compare the two semi-finals between the City and Chelsea uh, uh, and your your clash against Southampton, I do think um, the City-Chelsea game was a bit more open, a bit more entertaining. Um, mm. But some of the big games we've seen uh, in the past, I always think uh, Man United-Liverpool often fails to live up to expectations. Yeah. It's cagey yeah. and um, it's, a, it's a big achievement for both Leicester and Southampton, especially to the, to make it to the final. Um, so probably a, bit, a few nerves going around. And um, yeah, I'm not sure there's anything more that Rodgers could have done on, uh, on behalf of your no. team selection. No. Same with Southampton, I, really. I think it was the fact that you've got two teams there that, you know, well, we've not been in a final. We've never won a final, but Southampton, it's been years. And you could see the nerves almost, you know, it was like, it, it was like for Chelsea and Man City. It was like, well, you know, if we, you know, it's like a bus. There'll be another one along, you know, yeah, <laughs> next see, yeah. season. Where for us, it was, you could, you could see that. But were you thinking that we've got this game coming up on Thursday? Were you um, kind of hoping that, that Southampton would beat us so that we'd be on a downer coming into the game? Um, I'm not too sure, really. I mean, uh, definitely it, it uh, was in my mind that uh, it was certainly a, a bigger distraction, I guess is fair to say, yeah. uh, say, or maybe this game was the distraction, the semi-finals, the, the main point. Um, I mm -hmm. think probably from my perspective, it was more, oh, if Leicester go through to the final, will that be on their minds in terms of not wanting to get injured, maybe? Um, yeah. They've got, you know, they'd hate players would hate to miss uh, the final or... Yeah, uh, yeah. Or, or risk uh, risk that. I'm sure it's never the case. It's all sort of. I think football fans um, like to contemplate that when it's not really an yeah. issue. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think it's just looking at it as a distraction. Will uh, players perhaps be slightly fatigued after that game, or um, maybe a few would pick up injuries? But I guess it could work either way. If they win, they look forward to the final more. Um, but if you if you had lost, maybe it would have been a bit demoralising. It would. It would. Um, I mean, we looked, I'm going to have to be honest with you, and no disrespect to West Brom. I mean, you know, we, we've, we've played each other this season already. Um, I, I know you can never, sort of, this season has got to be the, the worst season for actually trying to predict what's going to happen because certainly for Leicester, like I say, you can play, like we played against Man United one game and the same team can be the one that plays against Southampton and be awful. We did get a good start to the season with yourselves. In fact, September, I thought it was August, it was September. Of course, it started later. And, you know, looking where you are in the league, and no disrespect to you, this is one of those games that we've would normally have marked down and I guess I'm trying to I'm trying to say this nicely but there isn't any nice way of saying it but it would be one of those games where we'd look and think like three points for us but bloody hell these last two games what have you been doing <laughs> I think Big Sam's had enough and he's just he's just said to the players do what you want I'll sit there and take the credit for it <laughs> now yeah. uh, he's clearly got something going uh, with the team, whether he has said, you know what, we've got nothing to lose, let's just go out and um, have a go. Mm. I think that's probably um, probably the case. But something has clicked, and it's not like we somehow fluked. I mean, it's hard to hard to get lucky with a 5-2 and 3-0 no. win. But we've played some great stuff, and we finally look like a solid Premier League team. Um, 
it's taken all the way until uh you know april but um, yes give them credit where credit's due they have really performed well these last couple of games I mean, I was speaking to a Southampton fan for the preview, uh, the opposition view show before the, before the FA Cup semi, and he was absolutely devastated. You you absolutely wiped the floor with them, and I mean, Southampton aren't any fools, you know. It wasn't so, you know early in the season they were top of the league, um, but Chelsea. I mean, that that's up there with the Aston Villa seven two win over Liverpool. I mean. I've got to say, first of all, a huge on behalf of every single Leicester City fan out here, a huge thank you for that. Because that was like we we were losing to West Ham, and you were going and doing that to Chelsea. That was yes, mate. Thank you very much. You know, but I, you couldn't have seen that coming if you'd had it. we been a clairvoyant, could you? No, especially once we went one nil down. It was you know here we go again. Um, <laughs> we know how, how this one goes, but. Um, you know, with even with a red card, you probably think Chelsea are going to uh, have the upper hand. Yeah. But uh, no, definitely didn't see it coming. And um, we mentioned there Ivanovic missing with injury. I think it was actually that um, injury that Ivanovic suffered um, that yeah. caused the sort of uh, change in style and the change in mentality um, from the team because we took him off and brought Robinson on, who's an attacker, mm-hmm. yes, following Thiago Silva's red card. Um, yeah, and from that moment on, we were the better team. You know, we looked like the Champions League team, in all honesty. And I'd, I'd say, even with eleven men, I think the performance we put in that day would have uh, given Chelsea a really good game. So, uh, yeah. yeah, definitely didn't see it coming when went one nil down. But um, it's sort of you know that character as well um, to yeah. to respond, which we haven't really seen too often this season. It's one of the um, things I, I, I'd criticise this team for over the majority of the campaign. But again, yeah, uh, in that Chelsea game, they really showed quality in abundance. It is. And, it's, you know, even if you do go down, and obviously you're not down yet, that's one of those games. It's like when we beat United 5-2 and it was odds on we were going to go down. You know, that's the memory that you take with us, that you've beaten Chelsea, uh, you know, the, the 5-2. You, you, can, you can hold on to that, can't you? That's it, yeah. It's just a shame that fans weren't in uh, in the yeah. ground that day course, away fans yeah. but yeah um it's definitely one to remember that you see you know people are saying arguably is that our best ever Premier League performance I think it must be up there. Yes. Uh apparently Man City are also looking at pulling out now. Um Chelsea and Man City have both dropped out. I haven't seen Man City but it's in Chelsea I never knew Chelsea pulled out of anything, to be honest with you. Or was, was that was that just John Terry and other players' wives? I don't know. Allegedly, allegedly, shall we say no that? Yeah, just in case my lawyers are watching, allegedly, that is what they are saying. <laughs> um, so, and that, that's completely thrown me off. I mean, I normally start with the question, how pleased or disappointed are you with your season so far? But we kind of, I guess we kind of know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, if we look back to the start of the campaign, I guess we were optimistic with Bilic in charge and we'd just come off promotion. Yeah, everyone's um, optimistic and, and excited for the season to begin when you just came up. Um, but that slowly uh, wore away. Um, we mm. were outplayed by numerous opposition, the lack of discipline, lack of character, fighting spirit in the squad was clear to see, the lack of fitness. Um, we just weren't a Premier League team. Recruitment has turned out to be poor in the summer, whether that's yeah. Village or those above him, um, you know, sporting director, etc. But um, yeah, we just weren't a Premier League team, weren't a Premier League squad. Uh, and that ultimately paid the price of Village uh, losing his job, um, which I... Hated the way they went about it. I mean, we've mm. just drawn um, one all if you, if you remember against Manchester uh, Manchester City that evening, um, right. and he was sacked straight after. And you think, what, why are you getting rid of him after drawing with City? Um, yeah. And I hated the way they went about it because it's clear they must have been doing stuff behind his back and um, planning to make a change. I just feel like your core mm. principles as a football club is where you're going to earn respect and uh, you know that sort of just act in the right way. It's you know morals. Um, so I didn't like the way that went about. Um, yeah. But and then they brought Allardyce in and he failed to have an impact, you know, mm. well up until sort of um, March, February time. Yeah. That whole sort of Christmas period um, up until January even. We just, we again, we looked even worse than under Billich. At mm. least we were trying to have a go with Billich and uh, Allardyce. You couldn't see what at all we were trying to do. We'd, uh, again, have a man sent off or... Um, put ourselves behind in the comedy of errors. I remember no, uh, own yeah. goal we scored against Leeds. It was just, we weren't a Premier League team. Again, I'll say it 
Um, it was just appalling. There was nothing going for us, and it was a really uh, hard time to watch Albion play. Um, mm. January came about, and it was obvious we needed reinforcements. Um, you know, I'm sure anyone um, could have told you that you're in the league where you are for a reason. The players weren't good enough. And Big Sam got his uh, list of contacts out and definitely um, did a job in that regard. Uh, he brought in uh, a striker, uh, holding midfielder, uh, Maitland Niles, who's, you know, he's, he's, he can play anywhere. Um, Who I think we were after him as well. We were being linked. Yeah, that was a, that was a weird one, wasn't it? Because he wanted yeah. to play centre midfield and not right back, yeah. um, those sort of lines. So, uh, yeah, we made reinforcements to the team. Uh, and again, credit to Big Sam or whoever makes these transfers because they have made a massive difference. One player for Leicester fans to look out for uh, in the game on Thursday is Yokuslu, uh, holding midfielder. He's a class act. Mm. Um, he's better than any player we've had in this team. And I could see him um, being a, a suitable player for a team like yourselves um, maybe um, as uh, in, in reserve for someone like Ndidi um, but he really is a quality player I don't see a weakness in his game so that's one uh, one player for you definitely to look out for I'm going to say and I was going to bring this up at the end but seeing as sort of Big Sam's sort of come up um, now, um, I mean, I always like and no dis. I'm not. I don't mean disrespect because I, I, you know, I still kind of put Leicester in this in this bracket. That I like to see the smaller clubs do well, and the, I mean, I would love to see either Fulham or yourself stay up, and uh, Newcastle go down. I like to see the big teams struggle and the little teams have have, have them have the moment. As we are at the moment, you know, I say that's what I think. If people, you ask a lot of people, uh, you know, who would you want to finish in the top four, Leicester or Tottenham? You know, most neutrals would probably go for Leicester. Uh, so it, it's that kind of relationship. Um, and I, I can remember when Leicester were winning the league that everybody, we were everybody's favourite second team. Yeah. You know, we absolutely loved us. And then we sat Claudio Ranieri and everybody absolutely hated us. And I'm kind of a bit like that with with West Brom this season because it, it was early. Um, I've got this graphic here I and mean, I don't know, you know, Sam Allardyce is looking like Obi-Wan Kenobi and, and Slavin is looking like Ragnar <laughs> Vikings there. Um, you know, <laughs> I wouldn't like to meet either of them in the dark. I'm going to have to be honest with you. <laughs> I think I think Sam's got his coat on because he's got a bung hiding in the middle there, allegedly again, allegedly yeah. again. Um, but Slavon wasn't really even given a chance, was he? And when that happened, you know, most people seem to be going like, well, I hope they go down now. You know, yeah. Kind of, he just like he wasn't given a chance. No, I'd, I'd, I'd totally understand that perspective because mm. I guess he wasn't. I mean, if you take uh, a team up and you do a good job, I think you've yeah. got, a, got a right to have a go and perhaps you could say have a whole season or have a, a longer slog than he did at uh, at this season. But I think you've always got to look at it with, at two sides with football. It's so easy to get caught up in the emotional side. As I was saying, I didn't like the way they went about it and um, the morals of the club just it, it didn't sit right with me. Um, but yeah. as, as I was saying, as time's gone on with Allardyce bringing these signings in and it has drastically improved, I guess you can look at it from this point of view that we're a better team now than we were at any point in the Premier League under Billich. And there's also um, a point to make out that we we limped over the line, didn't we, at the end of the championship season? We only went up mm. due to other teams' um, failures at Brentford failed to win on the last yeah. game. I think Fulham played a part in that as well. Um, so, as much as Billich was a fan favourite and he had a, a connection with the, the supporters, he's passionate, um, we weren't good enough. And there are so many things now that you can see we're missing. As I said, the discipline, fitness, fighting spirit, um, lack of structure compared to now in the team. Um, so I think as time goes on, you can see the de decision may have been um, a correct one. And there's even arguments to say, you know, we're looking so much better now. If they'd done it sooner, who knows? Because I know it's only been two games and, you know, we could lose every game from now till the end of the season. But Allardyce okay. has, made, has made an impact <laughs> and we are looking much better now. Um, yeah. So there's always two sides to look at it. But as I didn't like the way Bilic was sacked and I, I'm still um, still hope he has all the best in the, uh, success in the future. I mean, that that's very, very interesting because, you know, from an outside point of view, like you say, we don't obviously see the full picture. 
And we just see it that, you know, Slavan Bilic is this nice guy that does a bit of work on the telly if it's a World Cup or whatever. Uh, um, you know, Big Sam is the guy who, you know, gets into trouble when he's managing England. And um, if Big and, and like I say, I would have thought you'd have got, you'd gone, oh, you know, we should have kept Bilic, you know, we might be up. But, you know, you made, you made a very good argument there for, for Sam. Thing is, if you get if you go down, and unfortunately, there's a, there's a you know probably a better than chance of you going down than staying up. Though, will Sam stay with you? That's the thing, or will he will he jump ship as soon as the whistle goes on the game that get, takes you down? Well, if you asked me this before these two fixtures, I think you know Albion fans would have been pretty much um, united in saying that he'll be gone at the end of the season. Um, will mm. he have much interest in managing the championship or? Um, you know, has he really impressed? Um, maybe performances have been a bit better, but if he hasn't got the results, will he really have that desire to stay on? Um, but now after two wins in confidences, I wouldn't say flowing, but there's certainly a, a lot more there than there was previously. I think there's been a, been quite a bit of a, bit of talk about Allardyce perhaps staying on for next season. And uh, you might say surprisingly, there's... Um, quite a bit of support for him to do so uh, amongst the Albion fan base for next season. I think, especially as a as a club who uh, aren't totally um, overwhelmed with their ownership and uh, money is never um, there to be thrown about with Albion. I think um, if we can go into next season um, taking some sort of form or some sort of uh, substance from this uh, year or these little spell of games at the end and uh, continue that next year, whether that's in the Championship or who knows. Um, I think uh, the best chance to do so would be under Allardyce and that would mean, of course, him staying on. Um, mm. And I think, you know, say if we ran a poll now, I believe, really do, I think the majority would want him to stay on. Whether he'd want to is another story. But yeah, um, I'd be, you know, uh, happy to see him there next season. Yeah. Um, Brad there was saying um, a lot of the fans love him, but he fought, he fell out with the board members when he was at West Ham. Possibly the same going on at, at, happened at West Brom. Yeah, uh, Andy's so. saying there, I heard he's on a 10 million bonus if he keeps you up. That's all right. Oh, for some, I'm, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, not sure 10 million, but who, well, I can, we can both say pretty confidently he'll have, a, he'll have deep pockets when he, if, uh, if, yeah. if we do stay up. That said, you know, I mean, there's a lot to be said. Alan Norwich, keep your manager. Alan yeah. Burnley as well. Burnley did it when they went down with 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 Dyche. You've got to keep that continuity. You know, you you can't keep. And we we know we've been there. We went through a period where we were changing our managers every eighteen months. You've got to have, and it hasn't got a bad record. You know, it has got teams out of. Although this will break his record for keeping teams up. And thank you for that. If you do go down, because it will shut him up about it. But, yeah. <laughs> but um, you know, he, he he can get a team out of the out of the championship. So, you know, you you, you never know. Um, I'm just looking at your your you looking at you here. I mean, you, you've you've only won five games all season. So before that, those those recent two, it was three all season. It's not been like you say four. You've got to you've got to do something, and you've got to do something now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What more to say? Yeah, um, yeah. for sure. I mean, uh, the form since January has been better. I'll go to February and say since February, there's a stat that appeared uh, on the screen during that Southampton game. And I think keeping goals out, we've actually been really good at it compared to mm. most teams in the league. Our defence seems to finally be settled. And that's what um, Big Sam's probably done there. And now we're uh, having that attacking uh, impetus into our game, which is scoring goals. Um, uh, but it's it's those signings. Who knows if we'd brought the players in, uh, who uh, brought January's players in yeah. in the summer, who knows where we'd be? Because as, as, as I said, they've really made a difference. Um, you know, bringing in that experience and know-how yeah. um, has made the world of difference to the team. And we look solid and look stable now. So who knows if it could have been um, any different if they came in during the summer. Um, but we didn't do enough up until February or uh, up until Allardyce has got his teeth into the squad yeah. and working with them on the training ground. Um, but yeah, it wasn't good enough yeah. up until a couple of months ago. I mean, you just just backing up the point you've said there, um, your average goals conceded per match is 1.9, uh, which, you know, you, you think, well, how is that good or bad? I mean, Leicester's, by comparison, is 1.2. Yeah. <laughs> so that's not bad. You've kept six clean sheets. Leicester have only kept ten. Uh, your problem here is 
average goals per match. You know, like we're one point seven seven, you're zero point nine. That's I think where you've been let down a lot. Because you've been Definitely. creating chances, you've certainly been creating it. You know, it's nearly 0.94 chances a match. We're only 1.23. You just haven't been converting them into goals. That's it for sure. I mean, um, <laughs> recently, prior to these two big wins, we were creating chances and we brought in um, Diagne uh, from Galatasaray. It? It's a Turkish team. I want to say Galatasaray there, but uh, I don't want to mm. be uh, incorrect. So I'll let Google answer that one. Yeah. But, um, yeah, and he, and he has offered a lot in terms of a being a target man and someone to play off, although his finishing uh, is arguably um, weak. Um, but yeah. prior to his arrival, we had, again, little to nothing up front um, uh, under Bilic. Again, we look, looked to have a go, but nothing was too convincing. We didn't have a striker. We looked to bring in Carlan Grant um, from Huddersfield, uh, and he just has failed to, he's failed to have an impact. He doesn't like a Premier League player. Um, I'd say the one quality player we have got is Pereira um, creating yeah. opportunities and I think he, again he's another player that could really step up put a, put a clinical finisher in front of him then who knows um, but it, it has been a problem um, even with Diagne coming in in January I remember, I remember you mentioning yeah, yeah I remember yeah. you mentioning Pereira in, in the first show as somebody that you were going to uh, look forward to, to, to well, having a good season but Go down? Do you think you think you could keep hold of him, or do you think he would move on? Um, I, I, I'd love to say we keep hold of him, and he, I don't want. I don't think he's the sort of player that's going to force uh, force his way out of the club by no. um, being disrespectful and going on strike, as we've seen it happen with it when last time we went down. Um, I mean, and he's known to have uh, sort of a ruthless streak in him and not be the easiest player to manage. But I think pretty much ever since he's been at uh, been at Albion, he's been a pleasure to watch and a uh, felt a connection with supporters and um, he's let himself down on a few occasions with diving and uh, a few uh, you know unnecessary red cards but mm. um, yeah uh, he's been a pleasure to uh, watch and um, as I said he's, he's really engaged with the supporters um, yeah. so he probably yeah. will want to leave as every player wants to play at the top level but um, yeah uh, I, I, I wouldn't begr uh, begrudge him from wanting to leave and I wish him all the best and in some ways you want to see the better players who have played for your club go on and improve uh, to yep, bigger and yep. better things. The same with Harvey Barnes. I would have loved him to stay yep. till the end of the season, but the fact he's going uh, going to, well, hopefully, I was going to say going to the Euros then. Um, I'm not sure how his injuries are looking, but uh, he's done so well for Leicester since since coming back oh, from yeah. Albion. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Every time I see him do well, I always cheer him on because uh, you know you know what it's yeah. like. It's uh, I'm, I'm delighted to see him doing well. So the same would be said for, uh, for yeah. Pereira. I'd love him to go uh, and you know light up. Uh, you know, a big when Barnes plays for England, you'll be sat there going, I used to watch him. <laughs> you remember yeah. when he had, a, when he had a, a, this horrible blue and white stripy shirt on? <laughs> <laughs> uh, At least he didn't wear the barcode. Exactly. And thank you for warming Harvey Barnes up because he's he, since he's come back, he, he has been brilliant. A couple of things. Rob's saying that, yeah, and it's just come up on the BBC, um, Chelsea and Man City are preparing to withdraw. So it, it looks like that yeah. is going to... Collapse. I just don't think. Honestly, don't think they were expecting the backlash that, no. it, that it's got. You know, my yeah. my worry is just to side like just like, go off to sidetrack for a minute. Is they will now um, start talking to UEFA and get more money to because we, well we're staying, so give us more money. But we'll see. Robbie's. I'm going to ask you a question here. You were currently nine points from safety. Can you seriously get out? And I know. The problem is that Newcastle have started to suddenly find a bit of form as well. Uh, the question from Rob, I think the key point there is seriously, can we seriously get out of it? Um, I think it would be a miracle if we did. And personally, uh, I, I can be optimistic at times, but I think uh, even if I'm um, mm. trying to put my uh, <laughs> rose-tinted glasses on or, uh, or you know, look have a positive out, uh, sort of mindset. I don't think we can get out of it. No, um, I think we've left ourselves with too much to do. Too little, too late. Um, as you say, can we seriously get out of it? Don't think so. If I was, uh, if I was being, hey, I said, extremely optimistic, if it was, uh, do you think we have a slight chance? Of course there's a chance, you know. Yeah. Whilst it's mathematically possible, who knows, because we've been on a great run. But do, do I seriously think we can? The answer to that would be no. Yeah. And, and I mean, look at Leicester, you know, when we did the great escape, we, yeah. we were like that. And then suddenly we, we'd won something like three games all season. Suddenly we won seven out of the last nine. It was like, it, yeah. so you never, you've got, you know, you look at those things and 
it's quite nice being a Leicester fan in the fact that, you know, we, we can look at these things and go, yeah, our great escape will inspire other teams. And the fact that we won the Premier League, whoops, would inspire other teams. I mean, you know, I was watching a thing from James Corden and, and, and his American show, and he was having a, a real dig uh, about the you know ESL and he's going oh you know we won't see another Leicester if they're sat and all this sort of thing you know and we we can give other teams hope you know so you you can never say no until it's it is too late Definitely. I mean it's been done before hasn't it and if it hadn't yeah. have been then you'd have yeah. you know far less hope yeah and like I said the last two games you just never know and I've, we mentioned the Chelsea result but you know you just don't know what's around the corner you need the three points desperately for that reason, we want the three points because, you know, we're so close at the top, you, you know, it's like, you know, you can get a bit of paper between, you know, each of the teams, you know, we, we're literally there, um, although they have played a game more, but West Ham, thanks to you, <laughs> they, um, they're only a point behind us now. Uh, Chelsea have come, you know, back up. Liverpool were coming back up, and you know they got that draw. But it's very tight up there. It is. It, it could be a really cagey game. My worry is who who's the greatest need. You know, we're, we're looking over our shoulders at three or four teams that could possibly catch us. And as you said earlier, you're down there saying, "What have we got to lose? Let's just go for it." Yeah, I mean, if we talk about need, then I guess um, I'd be looking at Leicester and thinking, you know, you, you've got it, in many ways, you've got it all to lose um, in, in losing your place in the top four. I mean, you've got to the FA Cup final. So um, if you could go there and, and win the FA Cup, mm -hmm. how good of a season that be? I mean, no one's going to complain with that. Um, yeah. I'd, so let's say there's more pressure on Leicester for sure um, because we, we, we're pretty much down everyone. Um, on the outside, I think we're relegated. I'm sure most Albion fans do. Um, mm. So I think uh, who needs it more? I'd say Leicester. Although if uh, if you know, what I mean, like if we didn't win, um, it would pretty much be a nail in the coffin, um, as every defeat from now to the end of the season would be. The thing you've got, you've got to you've got to look out for is the fact that you don't know what Leicester's going to turn up this season <laughs> as, as, as Andy said there and good afternoon and uh, good afternoon good evening Andy I'm never any good at getting mornings evening afternoons right I'll tell you uh and he said never stop believing it's been a strange season uh, it has exactly. been a weirdest season I've I've ever known it's Obviously, been a strange weekend hasn't it yeah it has. It has totally. You know, Who knows? I would never have thought a team could play like we did and still make it into the final of a of an FA Cup. But you know, you it is a strange season. And if the Leicester that turned up against, say, Southampton or or, or against West Ham the other week, that, that's the Leicester that turn up. You're going to be in with a chance. But yeah, if it's yeah. The Leicester, the Leicester that, that played against Man United. You, you're going to be blown away, and that's just the thing. And even as Leicester fans, we don't know what Leicester are going to turn out. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I know one person that does enjoy playing Albion. That's Jamie Vardy. So I'm sure he'll be fired up for that one. Um, well, I don't know, but again, he's 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 not on fire. It's old Inacho. Inacho. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Yeah. 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 It's taking about five seasons, but he suddenly started showing the form that he would pay thirty million <laughs> he paid the for. Money for. Yeah, fair play. Saw, of... saw his first goal at West Ham. Brilliant finish. And uh, oh, yeah, I tell you what, I I, I loved I, when we bought him. I thought brilliant. You know, him yeah. and Vardy together. It never clicked. Um, and I've been a very strong critic of him. Uh, but suddenly, Brendan Rodgers, because of because of injuries, was forced to play that the, the way he's playing with the two of them up front. Vardy's not scoring, but he's becoming a. a Keen provider, you know, get him in your team just for his assists. You know, he's amazing, and I don't care who scores either or. But you know, at the moment, Vardy is is definitely not on fire. But Inacho is is just a god. You know, yeah. I mean, it shows that it shows how good Jamie Vardy is in terms of flexibility. Um, yeah. He's not only just a goal scorer, and you could say he's you know you've watched him for. Um, far, far more, uh, far more yeah. years than I've done. Uh, has he adjusted his game to suit those around him, or um, has he gone from just an out-and-out goal scorer to one playing on the shoulder, using his pace, mm -hmm. to actually having that uh, ability and know-how to um, play his teammates in and uh, join play as a whole? Uh, but yeah, again, <laughs> Rogers waved his magic wand, and 
no, I, I, from a, from an outside perspective, I thought no, as as good as uh, Inacho looked at City when he came through there, um, and it was a good signing when you brought him in. It just never clicked, and sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. Um, but no, yeah, fair play to him, and it shows it shows character, doesn't it, from a player yeah. who might have been written yeah. off, and uh, and that's what you want to see. Um, clearly putting that effort in, and uh, when it when it does um, go well for them, it's good to see. I've just got a question about the uh, the group of players that were. Um, or were caught breaching COVID. Um, no, I'll try to avoid that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, just, yeah. Just wondering if they'll be available for the game or couldn't you see Rogers yeah. playing? They, they, were back, they were back for the Southampton game yeah. for the FA Cup. I mean, it, it was... It happened. Um, we all have different things about how we would handle it, etc., etc. Uh, I think Brendan went down the the parent line. What I like to say, the parent line is not the go to your room and you're not having any tea. It was the I'm very disappointed in you. You've let me down. <laughs> you know they were dropped for the West Ham game, and what made it worse was that we then lost the West. Had we won the West Ham game without them. It would have been fine, but the fact that we lost it, it was all their fault. Um, but they, they did come back for the um uh, Southampton semi final. Madison came on and he, he had quite, I mean, I think when he came on, he actually put an extra injection into us. Oh, and he yeah, was, you know, I imagine, yeah. yeah, he was having shots and, and not many on target. In fact, there was only one shot on target all game, and that was the goal. <laughs> that kind of sums the game up, but yeah, they will be back. Chowdhury. I can't see him playing to be honest with you. He's he's we kept him in January because indeed he was injured and we didn't have a backup for Mendy. We've now got indeed he back Mendy's fit. Chowdhury's number three. He gets on the subs bench. It's doubtful that you we, we'll, we'll see him between now and the end of the season, and I think he'll be gone. Uh Perez started against Southampton. Um he blows hot and cold. He's been a bit like Hinacho and He's taken a lot of criticism, and unfortunately, before that happened, he was in a nice bit of form. But against Southampton, it wasn't happening. Madison, yeah, you know, now he's fit again. You know, whether he'll start depends how, because of course, he only played the last 20 minutes of the semi. So, don't know whether he'll start against you. It's a, I hard, hope it's a hard job to leave a player like Madison out of the team, though, isn't it? It is, it is. And uh, the problem, the oh, sorry, just to sidetrack, Arsenal are now pulling out as well, apparently. <laughs> oh, there you go. I'm going to love this. I mean, it, it's Hot not only lasting 24 sit hours. Go, sit sit yeah. there and watch them all backtrack from their mistake. Yeah, I mean, I, I better be honest with you here. I'm not blowing my own trumpet, but I've had sessions with the ex-missus that lasted longer than that has. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that's, that's not something you want to think about, is it, really? But, um, but no. <laughs> No, Madison, yeah, he's got to play. But like I say, it's whether he is totally fit. He wasn't fit enough to play the whole 90 minutes against Southampton. He will place, unless he's, you know, it flares up again, he will come on, hopefully, and, and play some part against Albion. It's a shame about Harvey Barnes. Um, I was yeah. just looking earlier, what you, cause you, you did mention Harvey Barnes. Um, he is he's ruled out for this game. He may be back before the end of the season. James Justin isn't. He, he'll probably be out all season. Yeah, I've, I've liked Justin this season. I've watched him play quite a few times and uh, he's really impressed with me. We've been quite lucky because, you know, James Justin was bought from Luton. He was never going to have a starting berth. He was a youngster. He was going into the development squad. He was going to be eased through, maybe even loaned out like, like Harvey Barnes. We had so many injuries at the start of the season. I mean, Christian Fuchs, he, he's played more games this season than he's played in the previous three together. You know, oh, yeah. we we're, were almost wheel him out in a, in a wheelchair. in <laughs> <laughs> Christian. But these players and the youth players were having to come through and they did a very good job for us. And Justin, it was like he's been a Premier League player. Yes, yes. The biggest, that's the biggest compliment you can give him, for sure. Yeah. That, um, you slotted in um, um, seamlessly. Yes, he so did. And, you know, uh, and the fact that he's our biggest loss at the moment <laughs> sums, sums, sums it up, you know, sums how he is. So, yeah, um, he has been. But we have got a good um, uh, 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 development section, you know, that, that goes out and finds these players. You, you know, we, we could name them, you know, a long list of uh, players we bought, you know, good value and then sold on. But, um 
the the oh, I was going to say I was going to say something then, and my age has, has got. I was the just going to bring on to the fact that uh, you mentioned Brendan Brendan Rodgers taking the sort of disappointed parent route. It just yeah. made yeah. me think a little anecdote when we played Burnley one year, and uh, you remember Sido Berahino. Um, mm. who was uh, a revelation yeah. of some sorts um, before he, uh, he kicked off. Um, yeah, mm. it was uh, it was Tony Pulis who said, uh, the, you know, almost like his words uh, in the press conference, that he put him on the naughty step. Uh, yeah. That, yeah. Was, that was classic Pulis. Yeah. Well, the thing is, oh, yeah, you've got to love Pulis. I mean, as much as you hate Pulis, you've got to love him at the same time. Cool, yeah. yeah, I, I couldn't, yeah. couldn't say that better myself. Yeah, um, but yeah, and, and and Brendan said like with um, with these players, if you find them, it's you know dropping the ocean for them a couple of weeks' wages. I mean, it's a lot of money to to you and me, but to them. So the fact that he he dropped them publicly, and the fact to take the wrath from you know the fans on social media and everything, I think was was the bigger punishment, like sure, you say. Um, yeah. But. Uh, uh, a lot of fans apparently are gathering outside the grounds and fans are going mad. So, because of some games yeah, I've seen outside Chelsea, tonight. I think Petacek yeah. turned up um, pleading with them. So, it's all yeah. come falling down, hasn't it? It, it, it has. It has. Um, as, 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 a, as a squad, as a, as a, you know, what's your youth system like? I mean, I'm, I touched on that's what I was going to say. I touched on our youth system. Luke Thomas is another one that last season, if you said Luke Thomas, I'd said who? <laughs> and he, you know, he's come on. He's played in Europe. He scored in Europe. You oh, know, wow. and he's, yeah, you know, it's a season. So we, we've been very lucky. And of course, we've got the amazing training facilities now that that, that uh, Harry Maguire kindly paid for <laughs> with his <laughs> move. But um, what's your youth system like? Because I mean, oh, I think yeah. more and more clubs are going to have to rely on that because we, they've lost so much money this like, past season they're not going to suddenly find a pot of gold again unless you're obviously man city or somebody you know yeah in all fairness i'd say it's um it's a it's a very good youth system um mm. uh, we've seen players come through who you might not recognize were from west brom um mm. off the top of my head i can think of uh you know you've got chris wood came through our academy brought him over from uh, New Zealand, we've seen players in the past um, that perhaps haven't gone on to fulfil the potential. So it's Berahino, uh, Izzy Brown, Jerome Sinclair, uh, and we, we've had we've had a few come through in recent years. Raheem Harper, Carl Edwards, Sam Field um, have all gone on to have uh, impressive uh, starts to the careers. Maybe not in the first team at Albion, um, but yeah. uh, going on loan in, in, in uh, an impressive. Uh, um, a friend of mine, Morgan Rogers, has. Uh, Gone to sign for Man City uh, now on loan at Lincoln yeah. looks to be top prospect again a name a name to uh, remember for sure. So uh, and even looking at it now, our youth uh, our under 18s team has made the quarterfinals of the FA Youth Cup. Oh, I believe right. we reached semi-finals um, in the eighteen nineteen season. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know our talent uh, talent development talent spotting has been um, you know, second to none. I think. Uh, we've had we've had a really good solid stable youth set up for uh, a number of years now. Unfortunately, that's all uh, came apart as of last season. This year, a lot of senior figures have left. I can think of Steve Hopcroft, Mark Harrison, um, you know names that Albion fans yeah, recognise. Yeah. Um, restructuring the academy, whether that's right or wrong, you know the buildings have been separated in terms of the youth team and senior players. That's all you know. Opinion, what you think's right or not, but. Uh, in, in years gone by, I think we've got evidence of the uh, youth team producing um, you know, uh, good prospects. And it's not all about them going on to play for Albion, as ideal it is, as it is. If you can make money off them or, you know, they've gone on to uh, good careers, it's uh, it's about that as well, isn't it? But if we're looking mm. to rely on it, as you said, like Luke Thomas or Chowdhury at Leicester, um, I think I think we've... Uh, on sort of, I don't want to say fortunate because it's the the great work of the academy staff, isn't it? But we'd be in a decent position. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm going to ask two questions now, just to end on. Um, Mourinho was sacked by Spurs. Uh, again, there's a lot of rumours about. Um, you know, did he walk? Was he pushed? Was it because of this ESL? And if he walked because of this ESL, he's going to look a bit silly now, isn't he? But you know, without you know, the the ink wasn't even dry on his you know on on his goodbye card, and Brendan was being linked with a move to to Tottenham. Could you see Brendan going to Tottenham? 
Um, I, honestly, I could see yeah. him going to Tottenham, yeah, because he's a he's a high quality manager, and I think he deserves the job. Um, mm. Whether he'd want to go is another question. I mean, um, we've all we can all look at it from a from your perspective as Leicester fan, and we can look at uh, it as you know look at Brendan Rodgers' perspective or uh, Daniel yeah. Levy's perspective, the Tottenham fans' perspective, but. Um, yeah, look at Tottenham now. Yeah, the training ground we saw on that uh, Amazon documentary, how uh, how good the facilities are, and that new stadium um, from looking at on the TV looks super uh, superb. It's just a shame yeah. having able to go this season. It looks top notch, um, and you know working with the likes of Harry Kane, Young uh, Min Son, it's going to be hard to turn down. But at the same time, we've seen uh, instability within Tottenham in uh, the last couple of seasons. There's um, you know, news coming out of the camp that the players weren't um, exactly on Mourinho's side. Would it be risky if you don't, um, you know, get on board with those players? Could you risk alienating them? It's yeah. a it's a tricky one because Brendan has built such a, a, a I think I call it almost, almost you know it's a dynasty at Leicester or a force. Yeah. Um, it, it just seems like the club has uh, since he joined has just pretty much been like that on an upwards curve um, for the majority and uh, even. When the likes of Vardy do move on, I don't think there's mm. anyone better to uh, to have um, yeah. in charge. I, I, I'm not sure you, you'd want to swap him with any manager right now. Um, that would be a realistic target. So uh, I could see him going to Spurs. I mean, if you were if you were uh, a manager, um, <laughs> despite you know, say uh, of, a, of a club of Leicester's level, if you were a manager of West Ham, could you turn down Spurs? It would be difficult. Um, yeah. But yeah. Brendan's built such a such a good team at Leicester. Um, it would be difficult. It won't. I wouldn't. Say, it wouldn't be. You know, he wouldn't snap your hand off and say yes for sure. But if I'm being honest, then you know he could go. But it's such a difficult um, thing. He'll have to weigh up. And he said, I'm sure it, it, yeah, it was yeah. leaving Celtic because um, uh, you know he's a Celtic <laughs> fan, isn't he? And he, but he he, he saw the bigger project. That's always at the back of our minds, unfortunately. You know, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That, why I'm would sure. he want to go there? Why would he want to go there? But hang on, look at yeah. the way he left Celtic. But and I'm sure yeah, he has a great yeah. affection with Leicester and everything he's done there so yeah. far. And it's, it, sh- it shows no signs of uh, stopping, doesn't it? It's not like you've reached yeah. your peak and uh, stopped playing well. But it's Tottenham yeah. Hotspur. Look at that ground. Yeah. Look at those players. Um, yeah. Who knows? But I could see him, and yeah. it, I think it'd be a good appointment for Tottenham. I'll say that. Yeah. I started out liking what you were saying. I didn't want like what you were saying at the end. But uh, yeah. last question, and then I'm going to I'm going to let you go because it's score prediction time, and uh. um, yeah, so it always comes around, doesn't it? And I, I don't know whether we're doing this at the start of the season, but we do a, a prediction league on the website lessontiladie.com, as you can see there, with the three X players and myself and. I don't like to brag, but you know I am six points ahead at the top. But I just thought I'd, I'd throw that in. But the, this is this is what we've gone for, um, and these names probably will mean nothing to you at all. But Steve, yeah, Steve Walsh, yeah, uh, and Steve Linux, he should uh, he should really sort of stick out for you. But um, he's an ex baggy. He went he went to well, he was born. He, he lives around the corner. He was born in West Brom and and there came you to you after he left us. But you were probably weren't even a. A no. thought in your in your dad's mind at the time, but Steve <laughs> Walsh has gone three nil to us. Steve Linux, I think he was a bit torn with his uh, loyalties there. One yeah, one, yet yeah. uh, Ian Marshall two nil. I've gone three nil because I think we are due to have bounced back and we are due for uh, one of the good games to come along. So unfortunately, I think you are going to get uh, maybe be on the bad end of a of the wrong result for you anyway. Yeah. But you you know what 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 do you think it's going to be? Well, often when I'm asked by uh, opposition fans oh, what I believe the score will be, um, I yeah. too tend to side with uh, them on many occasions, whether that's just coincidence or is it a bit of a <laughs> brown nosing, who knows. But um, yeah. yeah, thinking about it, I can't ignore our good form and how we've looked uh, We've looked much better in recent times. Um, mm. But again, coming up against a team like Leicester, um, it's a difficult one. I did think we'd get a, get a win against Southampton. I was quite optimistic ahead of that game. Um, but it's a different, it's a different challenge, and I, I'll go with two one to Leicester because uh, I can see us competing to the very end. Although um, the quality is there, and uh, as as it was at the start of the season, there's just a there's just a gap. And um, yeah, whilst yeah. Uh, whilst Southampton are a decent team, they're nothing. Oh, you know, well, so they're nothing. Look at the look at the table, and Chelsea were yeah. down to ten men. And I just think uh, Leicester. Yeah, I'll, I'll go two one Leicester. Your Leicester, and just Brad. Brad's agreed with me. Well, there, there, there. you you're a witness to this. You're a witness to Brad agree. No, I'm not agreeing with him. He's agreeing with me. Three <laughs> 0 to the Foxes. You're a witness to that. 
And the Brighton fans are just out warming up at Chelsea and they've all got the T-shirts on, football is for the fans. So uh, <laughs> I think all the, play- all the players feel safe to come out now and say it, you know. Not that. <laughs> I really, like I say, I have nothing against West Brom other than Sam Allardyce. We're just not very good. <laughs> you know, and I would <laughs> love, I would love to see you stay up, um, but I, I do hope it doesn't start tomorrow uh, on Thursday. <laughs> so, good luck for the rest of the season. <laughs> One last thing, thinking about it, when you when you stayed up at the uh, uh, before the Premier League title win, so your mm. great escape, you beat us at our place, didn't you? Three two. We did, and it was a bit of a funny game because that was the Jeff Astle Memorial Jeff Astle, game. Yeah. Yes. yeah, really good yeah. occasion apart from the result, obviously, so you spoiled that, so maybe it's time for revenge. <laughs> Sorry, mate. <laughs> Our need was great. I mean, that's funny how things turn around, isn't exactly, it? Exactly, yeah, look at it. If you asked us then, I wonder what we would have made of this whole situation now. I know, I know. Things just change around yeah. totally, you know. Exactly. Uh, but anyway, mate, as I say, after Thursday, so Friday onwards, all the best. Thanks so much for coming yes. on. Um, I'll keep you know, if you do go down, maybe we'll have a chat in a couple of seasons when you yes. come back. Yeah. Up, you know. yeah, we'll see you in, in, in the cup. In the cup, oh, yeah, we'll get you in the cup, but as holders, hopefully, right? Mate? So, yeah, we'll, we'll probably be playing your under 21s in, in three or four years' time. <laughs> <laughs> probably, hey, stay safe. Thanks so much. It's been great having you on, it's always a pleasure. Brilliant. Thanks very Thank much, very mate. Much. You take care of yourself. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. Thanks to Matt there, the the, the West Brom fan. Always great to have him on. Um, Very honest. And uh, says basically, says it as it is, you know. (laughs) Can't predict against West Brom, but we're just rubbish. You know, you've got to to admire his his honesty there. Um, Well, what a show. I mean... Taking the fact that we are back to football, it looks like the ESL is collapsing around their own proverbial feet. Um, don't some people look stupid? Mm, don't we feel sorry for them? No. <laughs> it's going to be an interesting week. Uh, but uh, when you've got two of the clubs pulling out and a third one thinking about it, anyway, what we're bothered, we're on about the Premier League. We're on about Leicester Till I Die. You can catch us if you want to on uh, YouTube, Leicester Till I Die TV. As Brad says, please, please, please hit that subscribe button. If you want to listen to us on on Catch Up on uh, podcast, we are on Anchor FM, Google, um, Amazon Music, Apple iTunes, Spotify, and Podcast Addict, to name but two. And sorry, slightly distracted there. Apparently, Ed Woodward has resigned. So something good's come out of this. <laughs> I think that's what Man United fans will be saying. Guys, thanks for joining us. We'll be back tomorrow night, 7 o'clock. Yes, we are. You've got me again. I think you've got me every night this week. Hey, <laughs> more often than you misses. I know. 7 o'clock tomorrow. I'm with the wise old sage, Craig. Hopefully, Steve Linux, And we'll be doing a preview of the game. It'll be the match preview show. Stay safe, guys. See you tomorrow at 7. Hello, thanks for watching. Matt Elliott, yeah. Be sure to watch Leicester Till I Die TV on YouTube and follow all their social media platforms for all the latest updates and news on Leicester City Football Club. Thanks for watching Leicester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time. Some people are on the pitch, they think it's all over. It is now. <laughs>
You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.